Welcome to the Daily Horror Habit Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Krieger, bringing you daily reviews of currently streaming horror movies for your twisted pleasure. Be aware that these reviews may include mild spoilers. And as always, I hope you enjoy. Time isn't on any of our sides. The older I get, the more I find myself relishing every minute I have to spend with friends, family, and feature films depicting mass bodily harm. Often horror films depict teens or young people being horrifically dismembered and preyed upon, as there is a certain tragic quality applied to a young life being snuffed out. Writer and director Joe Bagos' latest siege slasher VFW takes the opposite approach in giving a cast of grizzled and aged veterans one last hurrah against a horde of mutant punks. Currently streaming on Hoopla.com, VFW follows a ragtag band of elderly veterans who are just trying to get one last drink in them before they croak, and if the nearby drug-fueled gang of punks has it their way, they'll croak sooner rather than later. For those unaware, VFW stands for Veterans of Foreign Wars, a haven for those who have served to grab a drink and meet up with fellow vets, a social club as it were. We're introduced to a crew of aged and hard-drinking vets led by the grizzled Stephen Lang, whose best days are behind them and their present ones are spent recalling their past. Though their mundane, half-drunk existence is interrupted when a girl with a bag of stolen drugs barges into the bar, and bringing with her the wrath of the local gang. Though, these aren't your run-of-the-mill drugs, as the user becomes aggressive and mutates into a savage killer. VFW combines several of my favorite genres, from grindhouse to horror to siege, all meshed into one bloody neon-soaked nightmare. Director Joe Bagos is no stranger to the seedier side of horror storytelling. His neon-blood-soaked vampire film Bliss proved his knack for filling dilapidated settings with flawed, hard-drinking characters just trying to survive in a shitty world. An ethos that production designer Adam Dittrich enthusiastically continues. VFW is the encapsulation of punk rock grunge. The scummy, grunge aesthetic of its world is as central to the film as it is the plight of the bar's seasoned patrons. The neon-lit, questionable electrical code VFW building itself is the perfect singular location setting for the film's siege premise. Bogos makes you feel every sticky surface and tepid pint as stale plumes of cigarette smoke fill your nostrils. The suffocating atmosphere seeps under your fingernails like mud. The only remedy is to cleanse yourself in gallons of blood Bogos gleefully coats the walls with. The veteran's worldview very much comes alive within the bar itself, presenting an atmosphere that most of us youngins would find revolting, yet the vets find themselves at home at. While his previous film Bliss was very much a psychedelic drug-fueled experience, VFW is a DIY, gory, drug-fueled, full-on siege. This atmosphere is in large part thanks to Steve Moore's original synth score that hits all the right notes, replicating the chaotic carnage unfolding on screen. It does feel at times like Bogos is doing his best John Carpenter impression, both in the film's score and aesthetic, and while I would never say this film is Carpenter-esque, his impression certainly makes this more fun to watch. And yet, for all its hostility and ugliness, the VFW is home to this motley crew of rugged vets. For them, it's never too early to pour a drink, fawn at an aged exercise tape, or swap stories about the good old days. Busting balls and swapping stories are their currency, and we get to know each of them quickly enough to distinguish their personalities from one another. And while these personalities never stray much farther from drunk investigator to drunk wiseass, I couldn't help but chuckle at their shenanigans with one another. There's a real camaraderie between them which stops the entire thing from lacking a purpose. No matter how fantastical its violence can devolve into, the film is about a group of warriors attempting one last hurrah that they assume they won't make it out of alive. But they'll be damned if they won't go out without a fight. Using all manner of traditional and makeshift weaponry to cave in skulls and sever limbs is as gruesome as it is B-movie fun. A mutant punk doesn't just get shot. Instead, their head erupts like a watermelon, dousing the bar in blood. 
Thanks to special effects coordinators Josh and Sierra Russell, every stab and bludgeoning results in memorable bone-crunching and arterial-spraying fashion. As the turmoil of the assault progresses into the wee hours and the bullets run out, barstool legs and tennis ball grenades become standard tools of war. Further complementing the film's excessive and gratuitous violence is its scuzzy color grading. This presentation successfully captures the essence of midnight B-movie madness that Bogos is chasing. It all feels fantastical and excessive and stupendously violent, and it totally worked for me. While all the vets dish out their share of gory carnage, it's Stephen Lang who gives the most memorable performance. He shines as the pessimistic axe and double-barreled shotgun-wielding bar owner who just wanted people to forget it's his goddamn birthday. Seeing this honor-bound soldier thrust into one last conflict is a somber but full-circle bookending to his life. All the vets for the most part kick ass in memorable fashion. It's just that Lang has the most authoritative delivery to leave a lasting impression. I'd be remiss to not mention there's a type of comedic glee in watching these senior citizens dismember feral punk teens in increasingly creative and bloody manners. As for the leader of the gang, Boz, he's a decent but ultimately fairly boilerplate antagonist. He never really gives us a reason to fear him more than the swarms of drug-fueled goons he sicks onto the VFW. A shame that Lang doesn't have an antagonist of equal stature to play off of. Additionally, my other qualm with VFW is it's sidelining the fantastic Dora Madsen to the auxiliary goon with few lines. Given her stellar and emotionally charged performance in Bliss, it's a shame she wasn't utilized more, given how underwhelming the main villain of the film is. This would have been a fantastic way to give a bit more narrative oomph to the entire thing. Though, at the end of the day, it's the film's bloody effects and slick, albeit grungy atmosphere that leaves a lasting impression. VFW serves as another example of Bogos' enjoyably chaotic and stylized little punk rock corner of the horror genre. The confidence with which he executes on the film's B-movie sensibilities is done so with an enthusiasm that can only be indicated of a true lover of genre filmmaking. VFW is maniacally violent, it's excessively bloody, and it makes for one hell of a fun time. Fans of Siege films and 80s Carpenter aesthetic will get more mileage out of this for sure. And that'll do it for another episode of Daily Horror Habit. I'll see you guys tomorrow for another Daily Horror Movie Review. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Daily Horror Habit podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to Daily Horror Habit on your preferred streaming service. And follow at Daily Horror Habit on Instagram or at Daily Horror Pod on Twitter.